Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. How old are you, Tara? Never you mind. I'm just asking how old you are. Why? Well, I'm just saying if you're over 18, obviously you can I'm vote. over 18, <laughs> yes. I think that's but a given. I mean, really and truly. I mean, I know there's a suggestion going around now at the moment that children... Children, and I'm going to use the word children, and I will be speaking to a child in a few minutes. When I say a child, it's officially, by definition, under the age of 18 years of age, you are mm-hmm. a child. And I've spoken to many of them, by the way, particularly when we're talking about the leaving search during the year, who absolutely I would give them the right to vote. But the average, yeah. the average and the majority of people under the age of 18 yeah. are not capable of voting. Let's be clear about it, Sarah, unless you think differently. Can I be completely honest? There's an awful lot of people over 18 who probably don't agree. have the capacity I, to vote I, I and would make agree rational with you. decisions I would either. actually increase it to 21 mm. if I have my way. By the way, the highest, as far as I know, I'm just looking at the United Arab Emirates yeah, is 25. Saying, okay, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And by the way, that's that's based on science because scientists believe our brains are not mature enough to understand the decisions we make when we're 25 years of age. Male brains. Male brains. <laughs> male brains. Female brains are far ahead. <laughs> no, and we they, know this. They say male is actually 27 and females yeah, are 25. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so why under the age of 18 would you agree with allowing people to vote? Personally, I wouldn't. Okay, so you wouldn't. That's no, good. I, wouldn't. I, was going, I mean, you have kids. Yeah, I do, yeah. I mean, look at them. Would you let them vote? <laughs> <laughs> my 17-year-old female is very savvy and very switched on. Uh, my 18-year-old male, you know, actually my 12-year-old boy, I would allow him to vote. <laughs> yeah, Funnily I mean, enough. But it depends on the kid, doesn't it? Really it really does. does. It really does, yeah. But it depends on the adult as well. Yeah, but I, and I agree with you. I know 30, 40-year-olds yeah. who are incapable of voting yeah, and don't well, even I mean, know the voting. They're for. entitled to a vote. They're entitled they're to have 18. their say. But the, yeah. but, but they're understanding maybe of issues and, and what's mm. important and also you know this classic one that we see every time we get to a five-year marker and there's a bit of a giveaway and a few promises and well, people completely forget the five ten years that oh, went before national amnesia <laughs> i spoke to a very reputable person yesterday who told me that sometimes she will vote depending on what the person looks like oh now, he looks like a good-looking fella. I'll give him a vote. He looks a bit dubious. I mean, how do you... Somebody looks creepy, I'm not giving him a vote. But you see, that's, <laughs> we're all subject to bias in different oh, ways, yeah. we are. So, yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. Thank you, Tara. Thank you very much indeed. All right, we'll be talking a bit about that in a few minutes' time as well. And by the way, I do want to mention as well, a lot of people still texting and still WhatsApping and they're still all over the news about India. And it, it actually really, really upset me so much uh, that I put a tweet up last night in relation to India. And what I, well, somebody responded to me, by the way, by saying 24,000 children die every day in the world. The virus is hunger, starved to death, while the corporate uh, machines have warehouses full, of, full to the rafters with food. I wouldn't disagree with that. Millions of tons destroyed daily to keep the price up for corporate greed. Absolutely why people are dying of starvation. But the, the tweet that I put up yesterday was, and I, I'll read it out to you. It's so sad to see any deaths anywhere in the world from COVID-19. But where was the wall-to-wall media coverage before COVID when in India 5,000, listen to this, 5,000 children die every single day under the age of five, under the age of five for measles, pneumonia, diarrhea, and 35% of those have malnutrition. So almost most of them are probably preventable. 
But did the media care? No. But it's cool to care about COVID. That's when it's, it's got to that point. It's become cool to care about COVID. And I'm looking at an article here that over the last 10 years, India and Nigeria, which have the highest debt rates for children, by the way, India and Nigeria, have made huge steps forward in reducing those numbers. Um, in the world, for example, from 12.5 million in 1990 to 5.2 million only recently in 2019 to reduce the child debt rate uh, because of better I suppose, health services. But now they're saying the pandemic, COVID-19, and as a result of the major disruptions uh, to health services and the guidelines being brought in now, it threatens to undo decades of hard-won progress towards eliminating preventable child deaths. So what's going to happen now is the opposite effect to what we want to happen with COVID-19 and guidelines. We're going to see more children probably die in the next five to ten years because we're undoing the progress they've made. When you look at the big picture, and I mentioned this yesterday, please, when you watch the news, yes, it's sad to see people die. It's always sad to see people die. But when you watch the news and the wall-to-wall coverage of India at the moment, remember, it's a population of 1.2 billion people. Two and a half thousand people dying in India from COVID-19 from a virus or with COVID-19 is similar to 10 people dying in Ireland per head of population. India have a much lower debt rate from COVID-19, actually three times less than Ireland. So why isn't Ireland all over the news? Because it looks better, doesn't it? To have talk about thousands of people rather than to talk about 10 people. I'm just saying, I feel sorry for the people of India. Um, there's, I mean, everybody knows what it's like, unfortunately, in India. Um, there's a huge division in wealth and poverty. And when you see young people dying of malnutrition, I think it's atrocious. I think in a modern world to see that happen, when we've just spent in the region of $50 trillion on COVID-19 worldwide, approximately. Can you imagine how many lives we could save in the world with $50 trillion in third world countries in research into cancer, stroke, heart disease? Imagine how many lives we could save. But no, it's not COVID, so we don't care. We get to that a bit later on. But let me get to the voting age. Should the voting age be lowered to 16 years of age? Independent TD for Donegal, Thomas Pringle, is bringing a private member's bill to the Dáil today that calls for a referendum on lowering the voting age to 16. Deputy Pringle stated uh, that he is introducing a bill to coincide with the Scottish and Welsh elections in which 16 and 17-year-olds are allowed to vote. Now, the deputy noted that in March 2013, the first report of the Convention on the Constitution examined the issue and the majority recommended that the age be reduced to 16 and that uh, the uh, franchise be extended for all elections, not just, by the way, for presidential elections, which was suggested before, but for all, for local, for general, for referendum. He said, my bill would put the question to the people of Ireland on whether or not they agreed to amend Article 16 of the Constitution, reducing the eligible age to vote in elections down from 18 to 16 years of age. This change, if accepted by the people, would mean that people could register to vote from the age of 16 years of age and be allowed to vote in all elections, including referenda. Now, I don't know. A lot of people are saying this is a good idea. But then again, a lot of people are saying it's a bad idea. I want to ask you today, would you like to see people of the age of 16 voting? Some people say that the changes made in this country affect them. And uh, most, consi- and I suppose, considering they have to grow up in this world and in this country, those changes directly affect them. 
There are people who are under the age of 18 who will say, well, hold on, why are you letting 85-year-olds and 90-year-olds vote? Sure, they're going to be dead soon and it's not going to affect their lives. And I say that with the greatest respect, but I suppose that's a factual statement. However, others would say that children at 16 are simply not mature enough to vote and in most cases don't know enough about politics and the world around them to make a big decision about it. I want to know what you think. Do you believe the voting age should be lowered? Now, there are very few countries in the world that allow 16-year-olds to vote. Scotland, obviously, being one of them. Nicaragua, Isle of Man, Guernsey, Ethiopia, Ecuador, Cuba, Brazil and Austria. Hmm. I wouldn't be looking at those kind of countries now, to be honest, which is from a guideline, with the exception of Scotland. South Korea, 19 years of age. Hmm. Nauru, Taiwan and Bahrain, 20 years of age. Oman, uh, Malaysia, Kuwait, Jersey, the Cameroon Islands, 21. And the United Arab Emirates is 25. The rest of the countries of the world are 18 years of age. Now, I want to know if you think it's a good idea. Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Or, indeed, you can text or WhatsApp or you can call us on our new number, 0818-942-105. And I want to hear you come on the air and have a chat with us, all right? Whether you agree or disagree, by the way. Now, I'm going to go to Sir Saoirse Exton, uh, uh, the Vote at 16 campaign from the National Youth Council of Ireland. Good afternoon to you, Saoirse. Hi. Now, Saoirse, you're 15. Yeah, I'm 15. Okay, so almost 16. Now, yeah. when, when you get to 16, when are you 16, by the way? I'm 16 on the 5th of June, so literally a month away. Okay, well, ne- nearly there. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's, all, it's all downhill, I can tell you, Saoirse, from there, all downhill. <laughs> so, Saoirse, would you like to be able to vote at 16 years of age? Yeah, definitely. I would love to be able to vote at 16 years of age. And what is, what is the attraction at 16? Because, pardon my ignorance, because I remember being your age, and when I was your age, the, the exciting times were going to discos, I know you're not getting to do that at the moment, but going to school discos, meeting boy or meeting girls, meeting boys, whatever it happens to be, and just getting out with your friends. I wasn't thinking about politics, I wasn't thinking about decisions like that, because maybe I, I felt I was, wasn't mature enough to think about that. So what's the attraction for you to vote? Well, I mean, obviously, as an activist myself, I would be very much eager to to vote on things that directly affect me. And as a young person, the policies that we are putting in now will affect me uh, for the longest um, in in comparison with a lot of older people. I'm already involved in politics. I'm already quite aware of what's going on in the world. And I know so many other young people are. Um, And I just feel that by giving us, by enabling us to participate in democracy, our democracy will become stronger. And by actually educating people while they're still in school, democracy as a whole in this country will become stronger over the next couple of years as those young people now grow older. I have to say, Saoirse, you sound like a very educated young lady. And I have no doubt in my mind that you, as an individual, as Saoirse Exton, would be quite capable of making a good decision when it comes to voting. But... You are not the general 60 or 15 or 16-year-old. You don't represent them because I believe that the average 15 or 16-year-old is not as focused on politics and world politics and decisions around what the future of this country is as much as you would because you're an activist. Well, I mean, I would have to disagree with you there. If you have a look at the, at the climate action um, protests that have been happening over the over two years in this country, I mean, in Dublin alone, you've got 30,000 people coming out. They're around 16-year-olds. They would care about their future. Ah, they would care come about on, Saoirse. Most of those 16-year-olds that took a day off school for climate action were just taking a day off school because they got a day off school. Now, some of them genuinely cared. I'm not saying they didn't. But, I mean, most of them were just hanging around the streets, having a bit of fun. Just to, It's an excuse for a day off school. Do I remember that? Any excuse for a day off school when I was 16? 16 years of age. So I wouldn't, 
you know, use that as some sort of barometer to say that they're they're well educated when it comes to climate action or they're well educated when it comes to politics. I would, I'm not sure, you know, because obviously we can't tell, again, 30,000 is, is a lot of people, so we can't, like, ask everyone and be like, so why are you here today? But I do feel myself, because I've obviously, I am a climate activist as well, that's where I started my whole activism career, Um you know, I would say a lot of people asked me, told me that, oh, you're just coming out here to get a day off school. But I feel like by coming out and getting a day off school and then going to a protest, I feel like that kind of shows a level of, of competency and understanding. Um, but at the same time, I, I just, I, I understand what you're saying, but I just think it's really important. To I, and I don't for one minute, sir, should doubt your level of competency and understanding because you sound like a very well-educated person and I really believe you'll go far in life. But in saying that, Yes, let's encourage more young people to get involved in politics with young Fine Gael, young Fianna Fáil, etc., etc., at an early age, or young Sinn Féin if they have it too. Um, let's encourage them to get involved in politics. But, I mean, scientists have even come out and said that up to the age of 25, we're not mature enough to make decisions. I personally would increase the age to 21. I think 18 is even too young. I think most 18-year-olds out there can't even tidy their room properly. I mean, maybe I'm underestimating the young people of Ireland, but I just believe that these decisions, particularly when it comes to a referendum, are vital decisions for the country that can change the country forever. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I, I also have to, you also have to think, you know, how, how do we measure maturity? How do we measure life experience? You know, a completely mature brain, like, does that mean that you have more capacity for voting and understanding? I think you were think saying it, it earlier here. You were saying how, like, there's a lot of older people who don't know the, the reason they vote is because they see someone and they like the way they look or they're promising to, to fix something that's very specific to them. And they're not actually voting with the entirety of the country in mind. It's actually um, their own personal gains, for instance. It could be that or it could just be it could be a, whole, a vast plethora of things mm-hmm. that, that you could say isn't actually contributing to Ireland in a positive way, you know. So, and I just feel like it isn't specific to your age. For instance, I, I use this one point myself. Like I said before several times, um, I have been an activist for over two years. And so is my life experience more than, than someone, you know, maybe your age who no, might your never life have experience is, It's really important, Sergio. Your life experience is important. But it's, to me, and, and please don't take this as a disrespectful remark, I don't believe it's enough because you're 15 years of age. Now, look, you would hate me. I'm a doddery old conservative, 58 years of age. You know, I think very differently to you. But as you get older, and as we get older, I remember when I was your age, I was kind of off. I think I was out there with the long hair, the embroidery in my back, it, uh, smoking a bit of weed every now and again, <laughs> thinking I was the best in the school. And I was at all the school debates and thought I knew everything about everything, right? But as I got older, my views in life changed. And we were talking about this downstairs, myself and the girls. And we were talking about, say, the abortion referendum. And I was saying, well, most young people, of course, would have voted yes and been pro-choice. And I'm not suggesting for a minute as you get older, you suddenly become an activist for pro-life. But I think once you have, say, children, your views start to change about how you want the future for your own children. So I'm not saying your views will completely change, but they will adapt to, to respect other people's views as well. Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? You, as you get older, you change. You do change. Everybody changes. Absolutely. And I think that that is mirrored in our society. You know, as the society ages, as, as this, this state gets, gets older, our, our society changes. Generations change. The, the way that they care, the way that they, they engage in politics and democracy changes and fluctuates. And so I, I, I can attest to this. My, my generation is so aware and so passionate about these issues. And obviously, maybe this is just because I'm, I'm involved with these people, but I see them. There's people out there who know so much more than so many adults. 
And so I feel that with this fluctuating society, we have to cater to that. We and, have and, I'm to not, say, and I'm not arguing with you because <laughs> I don't doubt for one minute that you are well aware, as I said from the very start, of what's going on. And I said, you know, I'd be very proud of you if you were my child because you're extremely intelligent, you're extremely articulate, and you absolutely know what's going on in the world. But I still believe, Sersha, you are an exception. The majority, the vast majority of 15-year-olds, because you're 15, let's be clear about this, are not as aware as you are. I would say the majority are not as aware as you are. And even when they get to 18, I, I look at some 18-year-olds who can't even, you know, spend a day playing on the PlayStation. So I don't believe that they're ready for those decisions yet. I'm not saying we disrespect their views. Yes, we listen to young people. Of course we listen to young people because it's important. It's going to be their world. We're going to hand it to them in the future. But I think to let them make decisions that affect affect the whole population for the rest of time, particularly with a referendum, I think it's a very dangerous road to go down because their views will change too. I mean, I feel that with this with this uh, vote at 16, whether it's legislative or whether this referendum does end up going through, um, you know, we need to couple it with education. We need to be able to educate people about, about democratic systems, about what voting means, about um, about everything, really. Um, yeah. and, I, and I feel that Yes, maybe at the moment, perhaps people might not be ready, which I don't even know how you would be able to measure because we haven't been given the opportunity to voice our, voice our opinions. We, we, haven't, we don't have a dedicated space where we can actually tell the government what we want. We have tokenistic groups of, um, that the government fund and tell everyone our youth groups. But in and, I, fact, and I agree with you. We should have maybe something similar to the Citizens' Assembly um, for young people between the age of 16 and, say, 24, whatever it happens to be, uh, whereby they could put their views across and we'll take on board their views. I'm not saying we make decisions around them, but certainly take on board their views and have, that could help to mould the country and the future of the country. But I, I don't believe allowing them to vote at that age, when we see that the majority of countries in the world is 18 years of age, with the exception of very few, which would be 16. I mean, Scotland, obviously, we introduced it recently, but for political reasons to try and get independence over the border or over the board. So, I mean, realistically, some countries are even higher. 21 in a lot of countries, I would agree with 21. And I know you hate me for that, Sir. But I, I would agree with 21 because I, I mean, I consider myself an intelligent student, but I was really a bit stupid up to the age of 21. When I say a bit stupid, my views were very different on the world now than they are now because I have a better understanding of the world just with maturity. I just feel that, you know, again, as a young person, I've gone through this over the past couple of years where the government um, has said to us repeatedly, oh, here's a space for you to voice your opinions Mm -hmm. and then have completely neglected to actually do anything with that because we don't matter to the government. We we genuinely do not matter. I don't don't agree. I think you do matter. And I I (laughs) I think there is politicians out there who, you know, on social media, they see kids groups doing certain things and they... I think it does have an influence on decisions that are made, particularly in a very modern world where social media plays such a big role in decision making. I, I do believe that you matter and I do believe that you have influence. For God's sake, look at Greta. Uh, she yeah, has had really. massive influence in the world. I don't necessarily agree with everything she says, by the way. And I don't believe, by the way, the governments of the world should be focusing too much on what young people say. But they should be taking it absolutely seriously, what they're saying. Yeah. But What I meant specifically was that when I say we don't matter, because obviously that's I mean, obviously, there are politicians out there, and I've met some of them myself, that are, are super supportive. But what I meant is that we don't have a vote. So a lot of, um, a lot of the kind of listening to people that politicians and, and the government might do might be to ensure their own, uh, to secure their own um, mm-hmm. seats for the next elections. Whereas with us, 
they don't seem to feel oftentimes, not all the time, definitely not all the time, they don't seem to feel the need to, to secure any space for us to actually have influential change. You know, like Greta Thunberg... But it's the same as not allowing you to drive a car or not allowing you to drink, well, purchase alcohol because that's the law. It's the same for the same reason that although, you know, alcohol is probably not going to kill you at 16 years of age, and most of us probably do start drinking at 16 years of age anyway, illegally in fields somewhere. But in saying that, we don't believe that you're mature enough to make the decision. And, and again, that's no reflection on you personally, but we don't believe that a 17-year-old or 17 years and 364 days is capable of making that mature decision yet to take up, you know, the, the habit of drinking alcohol or to drive a car mature enough to make certain decisions when it comes to using a road. So their decisions, we believe that we have to, at some point, allow you to do it. So 18 has always been that guideline because we consider you an adult at 18, the same way as we don't allow young people to consent to have sex under the age of 17. Because, again, it's a very mature decision to make that can affect the rest of your life. And all those decisions are made at 18 years of age because we think that's a good benchmark. I just feel that, like, um, it, it's, it's, just, it's, it's very different to talk about uh, drinking alcohol and getting the vote. You know, I, I genuinely feel that, you know, when you have a look at alcohol, um, you know, and then you have a look at driving a car, it's very much more safety-based. Um, and then voting isn't... Like, obviously, you were saying there that it could damage the, the democracy or the country. I mean, I disagree with that, obviously, but, like, mm-hmm. that's what you were saying. But it's really not at the same calibre, so to compare it is a little... I, I don't know. It just it isn't the same. And okay. also, at the same time, like, there are a lot of different things that happen as you get older. There are a lot of different things that, that, that um, are kind of... Like you said, 17 is, is the age of consent for sex. Like, that's... You know what I mean? Like, as you get older, things change. It's not that once you hit 18, everything, you're allowed to do absolutely everything. You're a fully-fledged citizen of, of Ireland. You can do anything that, that anyone older than you can. Um, it's that things slowly change as you get older. And so it's not... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say here? No, yeah. no, no, no I, I do know where you're going with it. Saoirse, it's been wonderful talking to you. And when Ashling said to me, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, when she said to me at the start, listen, I want to put this late, young lady on Saoirse Exxon. Uh, now she's only 15 years of age, because obviously I have to be conscious of that on the air. I was prepared for somebody who wouldn't have been mature of mind. And I have to say, your parents should be very proud of you, Saoirse. You're a very intelligent young lady, and I think you'll go a long, long way. What are you planning to do, Saoirse? I've absolutely no idea. I'm interested in, uh, I have a bit of an obsession with mythology. Um, so I might do something with that, but to be okay. honest, you know, I'm in TY at the moment, so we'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, look, Saoirse, I have no doubt that you'll do very, very well in life, and I'm pretty sure I'll be voting for you maybe in about 10 years' time. <laughs> All right. Saoirse, listen, thank you very much indeed for joining us, and I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Okay, we're going to throw it out there. As you heard, Saoirse, 15 years of age, 16 years of age in June, a very intelligent young lady. And I'm wondering, do you agree with her? She's put forward a very good argument as to why 16-year-olds shall be able to vote. Uh, she's certainly well able to handle me in any debate, I'm sure. But is she right? But are people under the 18 year, under 18 years of age mature enough? Look at your own kids in the house. Now, are you going to look at them and say, they can't tidy their room, they spend their day on the PlayStation, but that's not all of them, of course. You know what I mean? Uh, they're incapable of making decisions sometimes that mature and you want to say, well, let them vote in a general election, which will affect us for the next five years, or let them vote in a referendum that will affect the rest of our lives. Is that the right thing to do? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Oh, Niall, it's a bad day for Niall, grilled by a 15-year-old. How you doing, Niall? Just listen to the topic there. I can't believe you're being so dismissive of that young girl. She's not even 16 yet, and she's very well-educated, very articulated, and very well-spoken. 
And then the first words out of your mouth is, ah, stop, you all went off for a day out. Would you ever give the people that are coming on the show, give them a bit of respect and a bit of belief, you know? That's what's wrong. That's why young people don't trust adults, because of the attitude you have. Thanks. Ah, stop, are you calling me a Don Rio fool, Morris? Hi, Noel. I'd actually uh, put it to people to hire the voting age to 20, uh, to be honest, um... The only people who would uh, benefit from this would be, you know, giveaway parties like Labour and Sinn Féin. Uh, it'd be a disaster. Um, that's why they brought it in, in in Scotland to try and get the independence over the line. Um, yeah, get it up to 20, maybe even 22. All right, good luck. <laughs> maybe even 22. I, I would have gone 21. Niall, my daughter turned 16 there in April. She gets up every day. She can hardly decide what she's having for a dinner and what she's going to wear. Never mind making a decision for what government is going to be in. I look forward to the day when she can vote when she's 18. But at the moment, no. Okay. So a lot of parents would say, look at your own kids and tell me, not if they're intelligent, because I don't think intelligence is a barometer for maturity and understanding. Um, But do you believe they're mature enough to vote at the age of 16? Maybe some people believe they are. Listening to Saoirse, I would have no doubt if she was my child, I'd want her to vote. But in saying that, there are other children around this country, <laughs> I'm sure you'd say, I wouldn't trust them to make their own breakfast. Or I keep texting, keep WhatsApping, numbers 87 Do you think uh, children, uh, and we are talking about children, somebody says, now, can you please stop calling them children? It's so insulting. <laughs> what? It's insulting to call a child a child. I mean, that's a fact of life. Under the age of 18, they're children. They're they're not really young adults till they're 16 to 18 years of age. Or what do you want to refer? I mean, people are getting so upset about silly stuff. Carla, how are you doing? You're in Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. How are you doing? They're giving out to me now, Carla, for calling somebody that's 16 a child. I mean, what else are they? They are children, aren't they? They are. They are, actually. They are. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Carla, would you trust a uh, 16-year-old to vote? Not a chance. Well, now, it says here you're from Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's 16 in Brazil, isn't it? Yeah, 16 since 20 years ago. Yeah. Actually, unfortunately, I was the first time that I voted. I voted with 16 years old. Okay. And I think so that, you know, uh, I've been seeing the last 20 years, the situation in Brazil is just downhill. Okay. Just okay. downhill. And do you remember when you went out to vote when you were 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you have a clue what you were doing? Of course not. Okay, so you just voted for somebody who looked good? No, no, yeah. <laughs> I regret a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but but in, in saying that, okay, now, listening to Sir Shexton just before you come on, uh, the young lady that was on with us, and she sounded like I would trust her to vote because she was articulate, she knew about the world around her, she knew about politics... But the only thing that would concern me is is that her views on life will change as she gets older. Of course, yeah. You know, and she may disagree with me now, but I'm pretty sure that she will agree with me in 10 or 15 years. Yeah. So do, yeah. have your, do you think your views in life changed from 16 to 26, for example? Oh, Jesus, but five years change a lot. Mm. Mainly this stage, you know, like when, when you live, for example, with 16 years old, you live with your parents, you know, you don't have too many responsibilities. You don't know exactly, like the world uh, runs. <laughs> yeah, you don't have you bills know? to pay. You don't have yeah. too much a clue, you know. Yeah. And uh, when you live, I think 20 years should be a good age, 20, 23 years old, because you need to have some kind of responsibility in the life mm-hmm. to to vote 
you know, to yeah. to to decide the future of your country. If mm-hmm. if you don't have these, it's 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 this is the problem as well about the teenagers that the teenagers it's easy to manipulate as well by parties. Oh, they are. They are much, much easier to manipulate. Yeah, of course. they are easy, in mainly because it's normal process like biological process hormones and these things the, the the teenagers they are more rebel so they they want something to fight with you know? <laughs> i know yeah they want to go against the system yeah exactly yeah so it's easier to them be manipulated and for like mainly progressist ideas and these things so actually what what i saw in brazil because uh i grew, grew up there and I see, like, just going downhill, the situation, even the schools, you could see more people, like, uh, 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 more protesting and militants rather than actually learning something. Well, the problem like, well, the problem you have in Brazil is you have a huge division of wealth in Brazil. You've got the very rich and the very poor and very little in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what part of Brazil were you, are you from, Carla? I'm from South. Oh, okay. South. Okay, and how long are you living in Ireland? Uh... One year now. Okay, and what what do you think the main difference between living in Ireland and Brazil? I'm just curious now. The main difference between living in Ireland and Brazil. Well, it's hard for you to tell because we're in COVID and it's a lockdown all the bloody time. But I mean, what do you think the main difference is? Uh, well, I moved to Europe, to England before, um, mainly for this, this, the security, the safe. Okay. That, for me, like, I arrive at home and don't have sense. Or don't live in a condominium or something like that. Yeah. Because you're going to be still every, every every time that you go out or something. Okay. You have to take care. So the last years I just have been like, my car was stolen, my house was stolen. You know, you don't have nothing. You just work, work a lot. Okay, you know, so, so the main thing for you was safety and the crime rate. Safety, yeah. Yeah. Safety. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong, there are parts of Brazil yeah. that are very safe to live in too. But many of the parts of Brazil which are, I suppose, yeah. affordable are dangerous places to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, Brazil is huge. It's massive. So oh, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, stay there for a second. Uh, Martin, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. Carla believes it would be a disastrous idea. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I think it would. Uh, okay, uh, why? I mean, Come I, on, give, them a bit of, give the kids a bit of credit. Well, I, 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 know, I know. I mean, you, you, your last that was on there was very articulate. But, you know, like you say, that could be one in... One in Hundred thousand, you know, uh, have that sort of focus. But my main concern is that you know we all know that um, you know is very much a hunting ground for an activist and what have you. Yeah, but your phone is breaking up a little bit, Martin. There, yeah, sorry, just move your head. Ignore area. Activists, you know, rooted uh, in schools and, and, in, and in universities. And I mean, political parties themselves have young. You know, young activists, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it is easy to... In, I mean, most of the stuff that we're seeing now, I mean, a lot of it started off in the colleges in America, but, you know, yeah. I suppose between the 18, age of 18 and 23, a lot of yeah. the activism, that's when it starts. Yeah, I mean... But that's, well, yeah, but that's yeah, always been the case, Martin. We did that too. Yeah, it was. I mean, back in the 50s, it was the universities where, yeah. were the hunting grounds of the spies for the communist uh, regimes. You know? Yeah. I mean, we had the big spy rings. Uh, they all came out of universities, you know, where people were so influenced or so easily influenced. But again, you know, you know, this business of, um, you know, people's um, executive, you know, mind function and abilities to make decisions not develop until the 25. You know, you're absolutely right with that one. 
you know, 21 is probably a, a better benchmark than, than 18. So like Carla, you think it should be actually increased rather than decreased? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 do, I do. Because, and again, like you uh, said earlier, the SNP have only really pushed a, a lower age. But that's just to get the vote, yes. Exactly. So you can see where it's all, the pressure's all Well, we saw that in the last the two end. referendums here in Ireland, for example. We saw the influx of young Irish people who had left her shores, mm. gone to Australia, all coming home to vote, which certainly yeah. influenced the last two referendums uh, yeah. because obviously they wanted the more liberal vote. Yeah. So, and well, young people tend to be liberal. Well, you see, the thing is, is that I think that the, the, the decisions or the people are thinking they're going to change society at the age of 25 or whatever. Society works, in, I think, in blocks of, of generations. You know, a certain generation will be more liberal than the past ones. A lot, the other ones will be more Puritan than the, mm. the last, you know. And, and it swings and roundabouts. Society in, in general doesn't really change, hasn't really changed since the days of the pyramids, to be honest with you. You know, we've got a bit more welfare and all the rest of it, but the rich are still doing what they're going to do poor are still going to be fighting for what for the breadcrumbs, yeah. You know, and, it, and it's going just going round in one great big circle. Okay, so, I mean, I mean, Car- well, hang on, Carla, Carla, do you have children yourself? Yeah, yeah, I have one, yeah. And how old, how old is your child? Oh, it's small, it's two years old. Oh, two years old. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure you have nieces and nephews who are kind of 15, 16 years yeah. of age or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And generally speaking, you know, are they are any of them mature enough? that you would say I would trust them to vote not that no <laughs> no because they, they they choose the things for the moment they they cannot they live in the moment you're right they, yeah. they cannot yeah. think long term decisions you know and when you vote it's long term decisions so you, you, they cannot they cannot see <laughs> See, when, we, when we're voting, you're voting not just for yourself, Martin and Carla. What I'd say yeah. is you're voting for your children. So you're voting for the future of your children. So exactly. when you're making a decision on a referendum, it's for your children, not really for you, because yeah. you want to pass over the gauntlet. But these young people, and I, and I say these young people not in a disrespectful way, they don't have children or they don't have, they're not in their own family. They don't have a mortgage. They're not paying rent usually exactly. at 18 years of age. And they don't have any responsibilities. Yeah, and I think you're right when you said, Niall, that, you know, life life does change from your tw- more so in your 20s up until your 30s. You know, you, you get in houses, you, you're working, you've got different environments from the schooling environment you you brought up in, you know, and you're beginning to settle down. And and, and settle down is perhaps the right term. You, you, you're starting to broaden your outlook a lot more. Uh, and, and that's when really life experience, mm. you know, is good at the end of a vote. I mean, I did hear one young girl there recently on, on YouTube. She was a climate change activist and she was talking about uh, encouraging governments to bring in higher tax rates, you know, to mm. reduce carbon emissions, et cetera, et cetera, for, you know, for fuel. And I said, that's, that's all well and good. You're 16. You're not earning money. When you're yeah. earning money and paying tax, then I'll, I might listen to you when you say bring in higher tax rates. Yeah. You know, I, it's, you know, it's something that didn't affect them. You know, they latch onto passions that they're going away from the family group. They're trying to get organised with their own peer groups, their own friends, their own sort of outlook. So they're on the lookout for anything that grabs their passion mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or helps them sort of increase their sort of influence or their group of influence. All right, let's say have to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 188 That's 87 188 uh, the question I'm asking you is, would you agree with increasing or decreasing the voting age? They're looking to, de- to decrease it to 16 years of age. Let me know what you think. Harry, you know, I have a 14 and a 15-year-old, two daughters, 
who can't even vote on what film to watch on Netflix for Jesus' sake. Uh, and yet they're still pretty sound of mind. But sure, tell that young lady, it doesn't matter whether you vote now or you vote when you're 18, 21, 25, because no matter who you vote for, sure they'll never get into power in any way with the way this system is so corrupt. It's a load of my... Oh, I'm glad it ended when it did. Niall, I have a 30-year-old, well, she's 30 in November, she hardly knows the President of Ireland and if it was given to her to vote or at 16 it would be the populist votes who her friends thought was cool to vote for so no I don't I don't agree with this at all I'm sure your 30 year old is delighted to hear you saying on the radio that she's incapable of voting at 30 years of age I know 30 and 40 year olds and 50 and 60 year olds who are incapable of voting and haven't got a clue uh, also which says being an activist doesn't necessarily make one a responsible voter it can just as easily mean one is brainwashed extremist who is incapable of examining an argument from multiple sides in other words maturity it's all well and good saying you have the academia you have the intelligence but it's being mature of mind and making as Martin mentioned uh, scientists are talking about your brain making executive decisions and unfortunately according to scientists the brain doesn't make executive decisions properly until it's 25 about 25 years of age they say 27 actually in men 25 in women Women are supposed to be more intelligent and more mature than us. You know that, lads? So TD Thomas Pringle wants to bring this in and he's bringing a private members bill to allow 16-year-olds to vote. Now, we'd have to have a referendum on it, by the way. And I can tell you now, by the res- what I'm seeing here, by the way, um, the referendum will be a landslide against the idea because I cannot see anybody here agreeing with it. I think Thomas is way out of line on this one. Anyway, uh, somebody says, no, stop having a go at men. Tesla, Edison, all highly intelligent men. I'm, but I, I'm not knocking men. I'm just saying scientists, they know it all, don't they? They're the ones saying that, you know, we don't mature. Well, women mature at 25, men mature at 27. The brain, like, for making executive decisions. Uh, Graham, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Graham? I guess I must be younger than 27. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think... I wouldn't mind if I was. I'm sure there's people listening and saying, well, Niall, yours hasn't fully formed yet and you're 58. <laughs> Graham, there's no doubt that young lady I had on at the start of the show, um, you know, Saoirse Exton, is extremely intelligent, very academic, and knows what she wants in life. But I'm sure as her life goes on, she will change her views on certain things. She's 15 years of age now. In June, she'll be 16. I mean, I'd let her vote, but I don't yeah. think she represents every child. Uh, and I agree with you. And I'm normally coming on to give out and argue with you, but uh, fair enough today. Literally, I'm sitting in my office, oh, uh, one that overlooks a number of classrooms. Uh, there's some students uh, one classroom to my left. Um, I would absolutely let, I know that all these students quite well, I would let each and one of them, every one of them both. They're exceptionally responsible, thoughtful, just what you would want from a model voter. Do I think they are broadly representative of their age group? No, I don't. Because I know the rest of their peers as well, who are great, who are more like what I would have been like when I was their age. Yeah, um, well, I mean, you remember when you were that age, and I'm sure I do too, um, even though it was a bit longer, uh, a longer time ago. But we, we lived in the moment. You know what I mean? You live in the moment when you're yeah, 16. It's not, an intelligent, it's not an intelligence thing. I mean, there are 12-year-olds who are freaking geniuses. You know, it's, it's not yeah. an intelligence thing. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with having children or paying taxes either, to be honest. Well, no, but I, I, I do. And, and, you know, and, I, and I mentioned earlier on, I heard some 16-year-old climate change activist, you know, shout and roar and saying that everybody should be paying more taxes to go towards climate, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, that's well and good. You're not working yet. You know, when you're working and you're paying taxes, then, then make that decision and I might actually listen to you. So yeah, what I'm saying is, you, I think too. you have to, do you not have to live your little bit of your life, you know, maybe settle down, have, have bills, all that kind of thing. You By know? 18, nobody has that. 
So if you're following that, well, like, no, you, pro- I mean, I was, I was my mid twenties and, and older. No, but what the point I'm making is, we have to have an age, unfortunately. Where I mean, I personally would increase yeah, it to twenty one. Where it is, I think. Where no, I'll be honest. I think where it is is perfectly reasonable. Um, I wouldn't see any argument in favour of dropping mm. it, and anyone that could be made. Are there like again the speaker you went on? Is she an articulate? Seems like a very very. Uh, would I have trust? Not that it's up to me to trust you in terms of her own opinion, obviously. But what I, in my opinion, what I think she seems like a responsible voter, absolutely. But you can't base national policy on one anecdotal. You know, there's always exceptions to those rules. The students. And, and by the way, that could I'd swing a referendum because you're looking at an extra two years of voters. What's it? Seventy thousand, roughly, per uh, 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 young adults, isn't it? In each age group, so. Maybe a little bit more, actually. How many people? Yeah. How many do they leave in cert on average every year? Seventy thousand, isn't it? Oh, I'd be guessing. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm, okay. So that, well, that's one hundred and forty thousand voters. And mind you, if you gave them the vote, they'd be very quick to get out there and do it. So that's one hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, that some other age groups. Yeah, that could swing a referendum. One hundred and forty thousand votes. It could, but being honest, on a referendum like that, when you're only talking two years removed, whatever the referendum is, wait twenty four months and it'll pass anyway. If it's going to be that close. Mm. So um, do you think there should I think be a referendum on this? Their opinions massively from sixteen to eighteen. I, I don't think so. I wouldn't have personally. So, so, um, you're, so you're agreeing with me, Graham, for the first time ever on the show. You're going to go out and vote no on this one if there was a referendum. It's not going to get as far as a referendum. But it, it, being honest, it, in my opinion, it would be a race of a referendum because we know what the result would be. It would. I mean, well, be no, see, I've said this before, but I'm worried that if it became a, you know a referendum and you know and all the, the the month leading up to it obviously we have to be impartial and have people on on both sides and everything else that there are people there who will put across very good arguments for it even though I won't agree with any of them and uh, they'll put across very good arguments for it I'm not sure what the and it could swing them I'll be honest. I, again, are there individuals uh, who are 16 and 17 and just as responsible are far more so than people of them? Of course. But broadly speaking, is that the case? No, as you just mentioned, especially from uh, young men. Well, well, stay there for a second. Patrick, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you Patrick. Hey, no. I don't think Graham is right, especially from young men. I think young women at 16 are probably a little bit more mature than young men. No question yeah. about it. Yeah, sorry, Patrick. Go ahead. I think, I think one of the things I wanted to... Like, there's a lot of people being quite disparaging maybe about young people today and I think they're definitely and you you would probably ascribe to this now people 16 to 18 nowadays are a lot more mature and, and more savvy to the world with a lot more information I think than, than your generation of 41 so same with myself of course um, I'd be more worried about people that are 65 and older um, the Mayfina generation I would tend to call them they tend to vote for themselves and vote very right wing because they, they're kind of consolidating what they have They don't, I don't think that people 65 and older vote for for their children and well, grandchildren. Is that, not all part of, is that not all part of democracy? That you, no, have to, you have to have a mix of conservative views and liberal views and then centrist views to get a, good, to get a good sample? No, absolutely. But I think generally they, they, they don't vote for the future. They tend to vote for themselves. I think, and like the people are being quite uh, degenerative about young people. I think the kind of it's a little bit um, brass neck from a generation that literally voted Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil blindly because that's who their parents vote for. That's the generation that you and me come from. So I think people are, are a little bit brass-necked to have a go at young people I'm not nowadays. disagreeing with that you. They don't really? maybe yeah. put an awful lot of thought into They just vote stupid. Because we dad voted Fianna Fáil. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. But the three of us are here. Life. So that's, that's all the generation where you worry about the middle-aged... Okay, but I, I don't have much time, but Patrick... Patrick, do you think that young people 16 should be allowed to vote? 
Yeah, well, I think they should have the opportunity. Not a, it's like a, they have to go. Is that a yes trouble. or a no, Patrick? They, absolutely, yes. Okay, well, no, no, well, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Graham. There you go. Patrick believes we're not giving them enough credit, and we're being very disparaging to even suggest they shouldn't. After all, look at the mess some of the older people are making in this country. I made nothing disparaging. I was actually comment. Uh, no, I know you didn't. In front, in I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, it, it is about maturity. Even Patrick said, "Oh, without wear," because I think broadly speaking, we're not a million miles in age from the three of us that we all vo- uh, vote ac- uh, according to what our mom and dad did. No, yeah, I bloody you know, I never yeah. have. Yeah. I ne- I've never. I uh, argue with my parents had it quite a bit in a friendly way, like. But I've never voted similar to my parents ever. Yeah, I mean, and, and oh, I, yeah, I, don't well, I, I know there's exceptions to that. I mean, look, my brother was a very Republican voter. I would have been, uh, I don't know, my father was Fianna, Fianna Fáil, I think. I think he was. Yeah, so I wasn't too sure to guess you. Um, that but, in itself shows the difference. Right? But, and I, yeah, I'm not anything, Patrick. Well. I'm not really, <coughs> pardon me, excuse me, I'm not anything. I don't vote. I vote on the day, depending on who I believe is going to do a good job. I don't care no, what party. Yeah, I have no party affiliation. Uh, yeah. then, I, I, as it comes I, I, up to it, I listen to what they're saying and vote whoever I think is closest to what I think yeah. should happen. And that, I, generally, okay. it changes party to party, year to year and vote vote. And I just don't think 16-year-olds are mature enough to, to have the experience to do that yet, Patrick. In general? Yeah. I think if they if they have the wherewithal to register to vote, bear in mind we don't automatically register people. If someone thinks strong enough about something to register to vote, give them the opportunity to register to vote, then I would say whether it's 16 to 19, they have the wherewithal to go register themselves, to give themselves the opportunity to vote. A lot won't. It's not that you're giving everybody the right to vote. They have to register. Like, we have to, if they want to have the opportunity, to give them the opportunity to have the wherewithal to register themselves. So you're saying if they're capable of going online and filling out a voter's register, they should be capable of voting? Ah, come on, Patrick, that's a little bit disingenuous. If they go to the trouble of registering to vote, Absolutely, they should have to. If they're pretending oh, well, so where, well, where do you draw the line then? Sure, if a 14 year old could do it, would you let 14. them vote? No, oh, I, I would draw the, I personally nine. would draw the line at 16. 16. I think you're coming into adulthood. I think you're, I would you're give them not. the opportunity. You're, no, they you're want not. To register. Absolutely. 16. Look, there are some great 16-year-olds out there who have an absolute understanding of the world around them and are very mature. But there are six, the majority, and I would say the vast majority of 16-year-olds in this country are only thinking about what time I'm off school at, can I play my PlayStation when I get home, what's for me dinner? I'm looking at a lot more opinionated than that yeah, going oh, yeah. on social media now. With packed lunches that were made by either the and mother they, or And father. they won't bother to, to register to vote, but give the people that, that are interested in politics who do look at the, uh, the issues in society, give them the opportunity to register and have their vote and have their say. The, God, the people who you would say they're all interested in having their, what they're having for the dinner, they're not going to bother to register anyway. Like the adults who don't bother to ah, register. Ah, they will because it'll be a novelty. I don't think it will. And that, that's my fear that people will vote. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Graham. It's actually, it was a pleasure to have you on today, Graham, because it's probably the first time <laughs> ever agreed with you. in three years you've actually agreed with me. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. All right, talk to you again Don't soon. Uh, thank you, Patrick. Um, loads of people are texting in. People are not happy with Patrick's comments there. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.